What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is the Wells Cast with Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. With Wells Adams and like literally everyone else that works at iHeartMedia in the greater Los Angeles area. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wells Cast, Hills Cast. I think that... Um, We don't have a guest coming up later because we've just gone through everyone that's been on the hills so far. So we're just going to talk about the show as if we are fans. But before we uh, start the show, I thought we would welcome in all the uh, the pinch hitters that we've got helping out doing the show and then kind of go through what's going on in all of our lives. So we have Hannah, we got Riley, we got Danielle, we've got Easton and... Amy, maybe a little bit later. We'll see. How are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm kind of sad. Awesome. Wells, we miss you. I miss you guys too. I'm bumming today. I got to be honest with you. Is it because we're your co? No, not at all. I'm actually happy that people are around me and I'm getting to talk to people because my fiance has left the country to go work on a new project. So now I'm just by myself at the house and I have no one to talk to. I just sit around eating chips and queso all day. I'm just really thankful that this show exists because I would be very lonely without it. You may not have a Hills cast member to talk to today, but you got us. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, queso sounds great. Yeah. No knocking on queso. <laughs> In the iHeart Podcast World family, it is growing, and we have to say congratulations to Jared and Ashley, who are now parents-to-be. So congratulations to you guys. I guess this is official that Ashley's no longer a virgin. It's, it's settled now. It's official. <laughs> Do they know what they're having? <laughs> they're finding out soon. Like, I think the next appointment they find out. Did you see what Nick wrote? No, what'd he say? Nick's like, I always said this with would work out. So you should name the baby Nick or Nikki. Cause remember Nick was like, Ashley. Yeah. This will never happen for you with Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. And then we're all going to be together. I think in a couple of weeks, cause we're going to 
celebrate someone else. I hope we're all going to be together. It seems like California is tightening up again, but get your vaccines, people. Yeah. Come on. We'll be fine. Are we allowed to say what we're going to go do in Napa or are we got keeping them on the hush hush? I yeah. don't even know the rules. No, you can tell you can tell everybody what you're doing. We're going to be celebrating uh, Benjamin Higgins, his engagement with his beautiful bride-to-be Jess. And we're going to be doing it in Napa. So that means there'll be a lot of, I'm sure, a lot of great content. A lot of the drunken podcasting will be happening and it should be a lot of fun. How's your golf? You're going to play golf, Wells. I shot 74 today, so going to steal a lot of money from a bunch of assholes. <gasps> it's going to be good. So if you're playing against Dean, Ben, Nick, a couple others, will you crush? Like, are you way better than them? Knock on wood, but yes, Ben's I Ben's kind of good, right? He's pretty good, but with handicaps and everything, we'll make it even. It'll be fine. Oh, God, my dog. Is Dean good? He's pretty good. He's like a 12 handicap. He wins some money off me every once in a while. What are you? Uh, I'm like a four. A two. Whoa. <laughs> How is that possible? Isn't Chris Harrison a nine? You lie. You're not a four. I am a four. Chris is like a six right now. Are you better than Chris Harrison? I would say like right now I am, but I have also had nothing to do. So <gasps> I'm going to tell Chris Harrison you said that. Well, last time we played, I did take some money off of Chris. So it's a fact. Are people going to be able to like join the the engagement party with? I saw something online where people could like hang out with all of us at the engagement party. So we're doing a virtual event. So we're, you know, Ben and Jess will be there. We'll all be there having some cocktails, having a little party. Um, so, yeah. So if people want to check that out, they can tune in and get a ticket and watch live. If you buy the ticket that goes to charity, you get it in advance. You get it first. What's the charity? Ben's charity, obviously. Oh, yeah. All right. All the money's going to Ben's charity, Humanity and Hope. That's awesome. Okay. Let's do a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk everything freaking hills because that was a good episode this week, y'all. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. All right, back to Wells Cast Hills Cast. Got like the entire iHeart family uh, hanging out with me today because, well, I just don't think we could book anybody because I think we've gone through everyone from the hills so far on the show. And also, like, why not? Because 
as fun as it is to have Jason and Ashley on the show who like really went hard in the paint against the Prats, which was just beautiful. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, like this show's about fans reacting to the show. And so I thought, what better way than to uh, do that with actual fans of the show? We all watched the episode. I've got a lot of thoughts. So we're bringing in Hannah, Riley, Amy, Danielle, and maybe Easton. I don't know if Easton actually watches the show, and that's totally fine. So scene one was like poker night at Brandon's. Everyone's kind of talking to Brody about if he's talked to Spencer since Tahoe. And I said in the last episode where it seems like Brody is Team Pratt because I think that possibly Spencer has like some dirt on Brody and he doesn't want to cross him. What do you guys think about that? Something weird is up because they didn't speak for 15 years and now he's his like best bro. What? Yeah. When they first started filming in season one, they were like very awkward. Like they're like, oh yeah, we used to be best friends and we're filming this again. This is kind of weird. And so to be buddy, buddy again, I don't know. He's like, my loyalties with Spencer. And I was like, what is happening? The reason why the Prats have both blocked me, I think, was from last season <laughs> when I suggested that it looks like on TV, Brody just doesn't want to be friends with them anymore. <laughs> Pause. They both blocked you? I forgot about it until the episode last week when, like, they went on a blocking spree. And then I was like... Surely I'm not still blocked from these people's lives. And lo and behold, I totally am. I literally had blocking as my number one topic I need to ask you about. Because is it blocking? So blocking obviously was a whole topic because uh, Heidi blocked Audrina, but yet not on herself. So yeah. what, what? She's only blocking her on Instagram, like so that Audrina can't see her Instagrams? They sling stupid crap on their Instagram just like everyone else. Why would you be, like, not letting more viewers see those things so you could get your engagement up to sell more crystals exactly. or whatever? It makes no exactly. sense. Shouldn't they have blocked her cell but let her look at their public Instagrams? Do you guys block anyone? Oh, God, no. Never, never. On the 11th of never would I ever block any human being. We're also not cool enough. So, Wells, do you block people? I don't think so. I think that I have blocked people on Twitter who are, are I think are trolls and they just say like really like nasty things. And I'm like, I don't need, I don't even need to see that in my life. How do you know that the Prats blocked you? So if I go to like Instagram and look them up, it says like they are not available. <laughs> like, look, I'll User do it right not now. Found. <laughs> Yeah, so... But they're like public figures. You could just Google Spencer Pratt Instagram okay, and do it through so, the internet. So I'm on Google right now. I've Googled Spencer Pratt Instagram. I'm going to click on it, and it says, sorry, this page isn't available. Wait, even on your Google, it, it like knows your Google? Yeah, because I'm like logged in. What if my you tried on your phone? Same thing. I'm just, but I'm also logged no. into my, my Instagram on this browser, so it knows that it's me. But little does Spencer Pratt know that my dog's account can totally go and look at his stuff and potentially buy crystals that could help their bottom line, which ends up being a huge storyline in this show, them talking about their finances. I don't know if we need to go into this like right off the bat, but I'm going to do it because I feel like I don't want to bury the lead between 5,000 
and $7,000 a month on food is outrageous. <laughs> How? Should we How? try and figure that? Like if you went to Nobu twice a week, every week, that's how you could maybe do that. Yeah, but yet you taking five guests. Yeah, let's do the math on it. If you spend $200 a day, every single day, that comes out to $6,000. That's insane. So 200, it's a little insane, but it's not, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw them under the bus. It's not totally insane. No, it is totally insane because if you go to the grocery <laughs> store and you buy food for like four days out of the week, Sarah and I were talking about it and we're like, they must Postmates Sugarfish every night. Every day, every day, yeah. They're definitely, they're eating out or ordering in every meal every day. I mean, I still think their fashion and the crystals are what's costing them so much, but we'll get back to that. Do you think that Spencer's going through every Instagram account that follows him and is just <laughs> blocking the dog accounts now? <laughs> I hope it comes out in the press that he's blocked a bloodhound named Carl on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that I thought was funny about this oh whole like gosh. finances thing, which I don't want to like make too much fun of because no one wants to be, you know, in the red. Can you imagine if you're like living in middle America, you hear this, like how unrelatable this story is when you're like, you're spending between five and 7,000, sometimes $10,000 a month on food. Like that's crazy. The thing that I thought was really funny about that, and then we can kind of, I guess, move on, was they were like, the Tahoe trip costed us an arm and a leg. Yeah, no, here's where I call bullshit on that. That's part of production. There is no way on God's green earth that MTV and Viacom isn't paying for every single portion of that thing. Agree. That cost them nothing. Yeah. And if it did, guys, we need to work on negotiating skills because that is... <laughs> crazy if that's happening that would be like me going to paradise and being like all right i got my box of booze that i brought from home that i paid for you know? and spirit airlines got me here yeah. <laughs> with my one bag i do think like the things that they want to like cut out to like save money is pretty funny it's like the streaming services yeah it's the hulu that's getting you guys <laughs> Damn it, Paramount Plus. You've gotten us again. <laughs> it's not the 10,000 crystals they have in the background in the meeting with the financial advisor. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. I do find them entertaining, though. That's the thing. They're they so good. They are so good. entertaining. So good. <sighs> and the fights over nothing. Like, what? Do you think that they're just going to get their own spinoff? Because here's what I think is going to happen is that everyone might get kind of like tired of the BS with them and everyone's going to be like, we can do the show without them. Do they like get their own spinoff? Real Housewives. I don't know, but I don't, family. I think they rip on the show so much in the press that I don't know if that's the smart play, but I, I'm no expert. Wells, Heidi is totally going to be a real housewife one day. For sure. Whatever city she's in, she is a hundred percent a housewife. Wow. Spot on. They're going to be great. Is that Bravo? That's Bravo, right? Yeah. Andy Cohen. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're trying Marine. to figure out an, uh, an exit strategy. They're talking a lot of trash about the show. They're trying to get out because they want to be on the real housewives of Calabasas. They're going to start it. So right now, Brody is the only one team Pratt. Like, is anyone else fully like on their side? Not really. Gunner. Gunner. I'm just a little still on the blocking, but I can let it go. But I just am like, 
befuddled by the blocking, but saying like, she could have reached out to me, but wouldn't you be so hurt? Like if someone blocked you, the last thing you're going to do is go like, let me text you to say, Hey, why did you block me? Like, that's kind of like the desperate girlfriend, right? That's like, why did you break up with me? The worst is when you block somebody and they have no idea that you blocked them. And then it shows that like, they really just don't give a crap about you. They're like, oh yeah, I was living my life this entire time. And I had no idea. I didn't see any of your Instagram stories because you're already muted, you know? (laughs) One question everyone has to tell the truth. Have you ever Googled, how do I know if I'm blocked? I have. And what's the answer? If you send a text and it like doesn't go through and doesn't say delivered, it might even go green. You're blocked. But then one time I thought someone maybe blocked me and then I sent a text and it went green and I was like heartbroken and cried that they blocked me, but really they were just on a plane and they texted me back as soon as they landed. (laughs) You have an Android. Do not be friends with Amy. You will make her cry. (laughs) Seriously. Who has an Android? Wells, how are you forgetting this? Remember our group text? Mike Johnson had the Android and you kept texting who is ruining this group text? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I have a rule that if I don't talk to you or like text with you or talk to you within six months, then I'm allowed to unfollow you because you're not really my friend, right? Sure. Which I think is a healthy thing. You know, when you follow a bunch of people that like aren't really your friends, you're just like, what am I doing here? And so I follow 400 people that aren't my friends. What are you talking about? You don't want to just like follow anybody because you think they're like have a cute outfit or something different than like, yes, I follow Chrissy Teigen. I don't know her. You know, like she hasn't texted (laughs) me recently ever. That's different. It's like people that like are your friends or like that you are acquaintance with that you follow. And then you're like, I haven't talked to that person in in over a year. I don't think we're friends anymore. So anyways, I was telling Mike Johnson this because there's a lot of people in like the bachelor world where I'm like, yes, we did the show together six years ago, but like, we're not friends. Well, you can be mad at me that I don't follow you anymore. And so I told Mike Johnson this at iHeartFest years ago. I think he's got a reminder on his phone to text me every six months. And it says, hey, it's Mike. Just want to make sure I don't get the unfollow from you. <laughs> that is so genius. I love that guy. That is so good. I don't know that a lot of girls subscribe to your theory, though. See, you're engaged. So I think single girls are like, I haven't talked to that dude in three years, but I'm going to keep keep following him and, and keep it going because you never know when you need to dip back into that well. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. They're using Instagram differently than I'm using Instagram for. They're using it as a possible like matchmaker situation where I'm using it purely as like, I want to check in with my friends or get like scammed into buying stupid shit. That's what Instagram is. Totally. Totally. Right. Don't tell that to some nice girl who got divorced, who's now dating her high school boyfriend and is very thankful. They're still Facebook friends. Yeah. Yeah. That happens on the regular. I bet. Audrina and Brody. Look at that. Do you Those guys, do what's you, going on with them? Yeah, I wanted to say, like, do you guys, because I asked Jason this and he kind of skirted around the question. Do you think this is purely just a showmance or do you think it's like a real thing? We briefly talked to Ashley about this mm-hmm. and he, this is my theory. I think they totally have hooked up. They're attracted to each other. They like sleeping with each other, but I think they heightened it for the show. I don't think they actually want to be together. I think they're just like, yeah, we have fun sometimes. Let's make it a thing for the show. I Googled who is Brody dating and it said Audrina on the World Wide Web. Oh, well, guys. I don't know. Must be. I don't think they've ever been spotted together. Yeah, I'm not buying. If JLo and Ben are getting photographed like 
everywhere they go, the cameras would have caught Audrina and Brody if they've gone anywhere together since filming. Don't you think? Yeah. Weird sidebar. Do we think that's going to work? Or what are you doing going back thank into the you well? For, thank you for bringing this up. Do you have an hour? Because I want to discuss it in detail. And our friend, okay, our very good friend who I won't name, I get a text from him the other day, like an audio text. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. My Brentwood dreams have come true. I am at the Brentwood Country Mart with Benifer. Stop it. He said he was getting his chicken nuggets to go, immediately kept them for there so he could sit. He said it seemed real, very loving. Everyone was very cool, not act. They were very cool acting like they didn't see them while they were staring at them. I need to know everything you think. Give me it all, please. I never think it's a good idea to go back to a situation that didn't work in the first place. Obviously, if it didn't work the first time, then why would you think it would work the second time? I do feel like J-Lo's a little bit on the rebound and, you know, mm -hmm. Batman, why not? I wish him the best. Is there any other celebrity couple that has since broken up that you would love to see get back together? Yeah, Pitt and Aniston. Hello? Yeah. Please. Mm, Obviously. Please. That's like my number one. I will be sad for myself because it means I can't have Pitt, but like so happy. I'll be so happy about it. It's a good game. I need to think of who else I'd love to see get back together. To bring it back to the hills, I wouldn't mind Kristen Brody. Yeah. Oh. I wouldn't well, mind it. I wouldn't mind Audrina and Justin Bobby. Same. Because it does seem like Justin Bobby has turned a corner. He's now like this zen chakras are centered, ready to like move on from the douchebaggery that I think he was like in his mid twenties, that whole conversation that he had with his dad was really touching. And also like nothing puts things into perspective than thinking about someone's mortality, which is what he had to do with his dad. Like, do you think that Justin Bobby is now ready for serious relationships? Or do you think that that's what he thinks he's supposed to be feeling at this point in his life? He's ready. If it's the right girl, he's totally ready. If it's the right girl. I agree with Amy. The right girl isn't Audrina. I think they have too much history to ever make it work again. That's my opinion. I think the way he hugged his dad and that was like a long hug and a real hug was so sweet that I was just like, he's ready. This guy. What do you say? Okay, so I really like Justin Bobby, but I do think that he's the most media trained I think of everyone. And just because he like carries himself like he's a pirate from the Caribbean doesn't mean that he's not like very, very smart about how he goes through things. I remember when we talked to him, he was like, yeah, I never, totally. I never drink when we're filming. And he's like, because I saw how I was when right. I had a couple of beers in me and I looked like an idiot. And so I've stopped doing that. And so I think that he's like, all right, if I'm going to be on this show, I want to make sure that like I have control over how I'm perceived. How he's perceived right totally. now is the guy that gives like really great advice. You know, he's staying out of the drama. And so I think in the next iteration Clean. of him, yeah, in the next iteration going forward, it's like, okay, we had to bring your dad in. Okay, well, we're going to bring my family in. And then what are we going to talk about? We got to talk about family since we're talking about family. And we got to talk about what my family life's going to look like going forward. And I think that he's just super polished, almost like producing his own storyline. So I don't know if I believe totally. that he is like ready to settle down. I don't know if he's ever going to be. I think he's this endless summer dude going to follow the waves the rest of his life. And that's just going to be his thing. He's going to find a lovely girl that's going to follow the waves with him. And they're going to have a couple babies. 
They're going to be kind of like hippies and cool. They're going to be like Dean and Kaylin. How Cray Cray was that? Totally. So, that is a perfect comparison mm -hmm. because Kaylin is perfect to get Dean. Like he's still quirky and weird and all his everything, but she kind of keeps him on the straight and narrow. Is that the saying? Well, she's also been like pretty malleable in terms of doing things that he wants to do, but they go travel together. They do like Instagram posts from like Thailand and weird places. And I feel like that's something that Justin Bobby wants to do. He just wants like a travel partner. Correct. But they also bought a house in Vegas with a beautiful yard. Like, so she's kind of like, yeah, I'll do that with you. But we're still going to have this like stability and this nice house and this like place to lay our heads and like a home where we're going to have children. And I'm sure they have a van and a minivan. Yeah. No state taxes in Nevada. It's a smart move. <laughs> Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. How cray-cray was that tiki party? I gotta talk about it. So when we talk about the tiki what? party, did Brandon overreact? Did his girlfriend overreact? Did Frankie The girlfriend overreacted. Wow, really? Come on, it's a party. Number one, it's also a TV show. So we know they're going to invite his exes. Like, have you never watched television before? Does anyone agree with her? No, I, I definitely agree, Amy. She was, she completely overreacted. But I think the way that she reacted caused Brandon to just freak out. Like, that would annoy me, too. Well, and why would she be mad at Brandon? Like, he exactly. didn't be inviting. What does he have to do with this? Like, that exactly. would have been a sign for me. Like, ooh, bullet dodged if they break up. Yeah, and he was he was obviously doing everything he could to make her feel comfortable. I mean, he is so obsessed with her, you can clearly see. But I thought she was way out of line to get mad at him for that. She, or she could have said, this is super uncomfortable for me. Can we get out of here? Right, approach it a different way. Yeah. I would be mad at Frankie because if that's true, what Brandon says, where he says, I specifically told you not to invite her and you did... Obviously, Brandon knew it was going to be a hot button trigger thing. And so I wonder, like, really what happened between Brandon and this chick. Obviously, she says, you were f***ing her while you were still f***ing me. I think that's the exact quote. Yeah, I feel bad for Brandon because I feel like he did everything that he could possibly do to, like, make that situation not as bad as it could be. But then he made it much worse than it could be by like totally flipping out. Has this ever worked, Wells? And I need your expertise. Has this ever worked? Get these cameras no. off of me. Get these damn cameras away. 
from me. Like, isn't that guaranteeing you that that will be shown? Yeah, of course. If you, the second you hear, get these cameras away from me, that's when producers are like, let's get four more cameras around Brandon. All right. We need Southwest, East and North covered here. All right. Let's get some lighting in there. We need a boom mic and potentially we need a drone because who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> Wait, what, can you give us some expertise? Like if you really wanted to get the cameras off of you, what is the best move? Be the most boring person there. The way to do it is to take your microphone off, wrap it up, yeah. hand it to the sound guy, say, thanks so much. I'm going to get out of here and then walk out. That's how you do it. This is bringing back the best memories. Please tell me. And if you haven't, do yourself a favor and YouTube it. Vienna and Jake Pavelka's Bachelor Breakup Special. So that was the one Have that, that was like done in front of Chris, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, he was sitting there. It's the interview with them. Back to the Brandon and Danny of it all. This was the first time that I saw, because for this entire season, I'm like, wow, Brandon's like really even keeled, level-headed, seems really, really smart. This was the first time where I was like, oh, you have a temper. Okay. I understand. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this is like point of yeah. no return for Brandon and Danny? No. I mean, in normal person world, sure. But in this world just a blip. Yeah. It has seemed like though, up till this point that Brandon is way more into the relationship than Danny is. I think he's way more invested. I just don't buy the whole thing. It's all seems totally it's all, like it's all fake. It just seems so weird. Why do you say that? I don't know. Like even last episode when they were in Tahoe, when he asked her to move in and she was kind of skeptical and saying she wasn't ready and he's always talking about how Brandon just wishes Danny was around all the time. He misses her 24-7 when she's not with him. I don't know. He just seems way more into it than she is. But Amy, why don't you buy any of it? I think he's a decent actor and he's playing the part of like the good boyfriend now. But he's young and just like, I don't know. He just, none of it seems... I don't know. And is that the girl? So the girl that caused all the drama at the Tiki party, is that the girl from season one? Remember he had the girlfriend in season one? Yeah. Was that her? They're different. Yeah. No, I remember in, in the season one one, he was kind of like not. That cool. wasn't her? Then why was that girl familiar to me? They looked the same. They, season one girlfriend, Ashley Skye. Was that season her? Season two, Daniela Beckerman. Right. And so was that Ashley Skye at the party? She was different, and she was the girl that Brandon had hooked up with most recently before Danny. No. The girl's name was Misha, who showed up at the tiki party. Crap. Yeah. Who's Misha? Barton. <sighs> He's back. I do want to point out that when Danny and Brandon were talking, Danny had expressed that Brandon had had this past of just kind of sleeping around, sleeping with more people than she had. So I kind of get where she was coming from. That would kind of frustrate me too. If I'm not someone who has been with a lot of people in the past and my boyfriend has slept with a ton of people that are constantly around them, that would kind of bother me. Mm. She hasn't watched the show enough. Then, I think she doesn't know what she's getting herself into. <laughs> right. 
Were you surprised also, Wells, that they like broke the fourth wall or whatever it's called, where they did that like almost a drone shot and showed the cameras at that party? No, because once he acknowledges the crew, then they have to pull back and show what it looks like. doesn't make any sense if he never says like, hey, get the camera out of my face. Once he does that, then you have to kind of show what's happening. How many more episodes do we have of this show? I literally am trying to find that out myself. I literally am. I think it goes into August. I think we've got like four more. Oh my God. What are they going to talk about? What is going to happen next? It's exhausting. It's exhausting. (laughs) Oh my God. Can you give us any sneak peeks for Paradise? Anything. Give me anything. I cannot wait. Well, they just announced, obviously, Aaron and Connor and box guy James are going to be on the show because mm-hmm. they obviously got kicked off of Katie's season, right. I guess, last this past week. No, I was doing a bunch of press for it, and there is a bunch of crazy stuff and kind of like stuff that you would, would expect to see that's happened in years past. You know, people scheming before the show happens, and you're like, has no one learned any lessons? Apparently not. <laughs> but there is one crazy thing that happens that, I was amazed that it happened. And when it happened, I was like completely shook. I never thought something like that would happen. And I'm interested to see like how the audience takes it because it's, it's really, really bonkers. That's all you're going to tell us. Well, yeah. Cause I can't tell you like who it was and like what happened and everything. Cause then I'd, I would be sued for breaking my NDA. My money's on grocery store, Joe. I just think he's going to own that beach. Charming little love bug. I like that one. My bet's on Brendan. Also a solid bet. Fan favorite, heartthrob. <laughs> because we're now in the Bachelor world and this this whole episode is completely just kind of like devolved. Uh, and I, so I don't know what happens, <laughs> but I do want to know, who do you guys think Katie's going to pick in the end? Oh, obviously. It's the dude that showed up from Tasha's season, Blake. You Come think on. so? You over- so obvious. Because, and I, I can tell you why. Why? That guy wants love. I'm not judging him that he's been on three seasons of The Bachelorette (laughs) in like two days. I'm not judging that at all. What I'm saying is this guy is there for the right reasons, even if it seems like he isn't, because he's like, I'll take Claire. I'll take Tasha, I'll take Katie. That guy wants to settle down and have love. It's it's Blake, 100%. I felt like that from like back in the day when they first were teasing that he was a part of the show. I was like, he's totally taking it. They look good together. They have like the personalities mesh well. I don't know. I just, I I was with Amy. Like right when I saw that he was joining the cast, I was like, mm, that's Here's who that's always the wins The Bachelorette, the dude that wants a wife. Come on. I think that's Michael with the whole love story about his wife and missing you know i think it's michael my money's on michael you're telling me that no one here is going with greg blake i'm losing my mind sorry all right Mm-mm. sorry wells is like blake shows up in paradise <laughs> no i think i would have known he, i don't think he does good point though danielle looking forward into what the hills season two is going to do like what do we think is going to happen do you think that there will be some sort of fences mended with the Pratts and everybody else or do you think that like everyone's nope. just going to kind of ride out this like kind of like ostracizing them from the group I think we're gonna have a divide it's going to be like team Pratt or team other side team Wallers agree agreed I think it's the Pratts plus Brody versus mm-hmm. everyone else not going to disagree with that. Can I say something that would be considered probably uncouth? Is that the right word? Kind sure. of like 
I think when Caitlin shot her interstitials, her camera, what is that called, Wells? Her one-on-one interviews, what are those called? Well, they're called ITMs in Bachelor world in the moments, but I think that these are just called interviews in, in MTV world. Am I the only one that thinks she's pregnant? Oh, Hannah does. I oh, think when she sure. shot those, she was pregnant because. I agree. Her <laughs> boobs were massive. <laughs> they were so big. Yep. So I think they shot those after she was pregnant, maybe not publicly announced, but. I noticed that, Amy. I noticed that. Thank you. And I think we can say that. I don't think Wells can say that, but I think we can say that. Oh, uh, yeah, Wells can say it. My eyes went straight to her. I didn't even bring it up because I thought, like, yeah, we ov- you can obviously tell that she's pregnant in these. And this is a very late pickup that she had to do months down the road because they changed storylines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. And then all of a sudden, Caroline, Pizza Caroline, got a boyfriend. A few episodes ago, she was professing her love to Caitlin. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's like they move fast on this yeah. show. Producers of the Hills, I don't need you guys to be introducing new characters to me. I need you just to focus on the ones we got. Justice for Frankie. Like that poor kid is on this stupid show and no one ever gets to see him. It's absolutely ridiculous. Nothing. Nothing. I know. He's like, I've been here since Jump Street, like from the Hills and Laguna Beach. And you guys still like keep cutting me out of the show and you're Show me Caroline. Is he even at the poker night? Feel bad for him. Anything else? Any closing arguments? I do enjoy this show. So as much as it's just a total hot mess train wreck, I'm not mad every Wednesday. This season is much better than the first season. But I agree with Jason when he was on last week, which was they need to get Kristen back on the show. Oh my God. Is she the most epic ever? Yeah. Like just back up a Brinks truck yep. and do what it takes. Cause she is everything. Yeah. Whatever they're paying Frankie and his wife for <laughs> and Caroline for, <laughs> and like the singer's son for let's take all of that money and give it to Kristen, Neil Diamond's son or whoever it was. Rod Stewart. It was Rod Stewart. Rod, and yeah. Don't you dare not know everything there is to know about Rod Stewart because Maggie May is furious at you right now. I agree. Mad. I, I Forever do love- young. Yeah. Do you think I'm sexy? Please. Is it if you think I'm sexy? Do you think I'm, if you think I'm sexy and you want my body? Come on, baby. Let me know. How much do we have to pay for that? Let's close out with some Rod Stewart. Thanks, everyone, for listening to The Hills cast this week. Do you want us back next week, Wells? Always. I'm excited. This was <laughs> this was really fun. I think like, this is probably what people wanted. It's just a bunch of people sitting around talking about the show. But there is a part of me that says, click like, five what? stars. Click five stars. Yeah. Rate and review. Uh, subscribe. And But there's a part of me that's like, why don't we just give this show to Jason? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here you go, Jason. <laughs> We've built up a following. Just do it, dude. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Bye. Yeah. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet.
Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 